If there's extra pranks, man, there might be uh, some tomfoolery, some Patriot shit going on. <laughs> yep. Some All pumpkin right. poop gate. Welcome back to the Hawk Dog Report. Week six is in the books, and it was a crazy one. We had a jumble in the middle of our uh, power rankings here, and the playoff picture looks crazy. Dave's on vacation this week. He's not going to be joining us, but uh, I got Drew with me like always. And uh, how you feeling about this week, Drew? You know, I got a cocktail in hand. I'm riding a three-game winning streak walk. I just took down the top two teams in the league outside of the uh, the illustrious C. Murda. I got to tell you, Walk, I'm feeling mighty good here on a Tuesday night. You know, I'd, I'd tell you to expand on what that feeling's like. It, mu- it must feel great. I wish I knew how you felt. But uh, we're going to get into last week's recap, do a quick last week's recap. We're going to get into our power rankings, and then uh, we're going to see what the future holds, see what the playoff picture looks like, and uh, it's going to be interesting. Drew, why don't you take us away with last week's recap? All right. With our first matchup from last week, we had C. Murda and a long-awaited return of Tyreek Hill beating heavyweight Hu Disley in a battle of the one and two teams in the league. Connor came out victorious and has won five in a row and now sits top of the league at five and, five and one. Stagger, meanwhile, lost two in a row, sits at three and three. Next matchup we had was Bogo Vasectomy, snapping a three-game losing streak against, spoiler alert, Despite leaving Stefan Diggs and his 36.5 points on the bench, well done, Lions. <laughs> Lions moves on to 3-3, three and three, while Grady is still searching for a second win on the year. He is riding a four-game losing streak onto a 1-5 record. Uh, better days ahead for Grady. Uh, next matchup, Hushman Zoli, lock it up. Secured the comeback uh, victory against the Bryant Dragons. New name change for Cole. Cole's looking for new, new things. Name change uh, alert. We ext- uh, Hushman Zoli extended their winning streak to three games and is now at three and three, along with Cole, who is also at three and three. Cole's on the other side of things, riding a three-game losing streak. Uh, next matchup we had was Oprah's in trouble, who earned the dual honors of the dead of the week and being on the receiving end of the blowout of the week. Losing 102.8 to 69 to Scott's Tots. Both teams joined the group of eight, sitting at three and three. Last matchup from last week. Dakota's Doff was stunned by free t-shirts in a 122.64 to 111.4 upset victory for free t-shirts. Arthur hitched his wagon to all of the Falcons and it worked out to perfection this week with Matt Ryan, Devonte Freeman and Julio accounting for over 53% of his total team points. Arthur snapped a two game losing streak and remains right in the thick of things with a three and three record. Bob also sits at three and three based on his shit talking. You would think he's six and zero, oh, but he sits at three and three with the rest of the other eight teams in this league. That concludes our weekly roundup, sponsored by good friends at Custom Bed Bug Solutions. If they stop and ask you a personal question, you, my friend, are in trouble. But do not fear. Custom Bed Bug Solutions is here. Walker, what the fuck is going on with our league, with our standings? Have you ever seen this before? 
This is some crazy shit, man. I, uh, we got, I mean, first of all, the all locals are just running away with the league right now. And the rest of us, I didn't even know there was this many points to go around. It's, it's ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. But you know what? We get to get creative with our power rankings this week because you got to throw all stats out the window. We don't know. We just don't know who's going to come out of this, you know, and I don't think logic's going to have much to do with it. It's pretty crazy. You've got a clear cut number one. You have a clear cut number 10. Sorry, Grady. But then you've got eight teams at three and three. We tried to sift through it, walk. We spent way too much time before this recording (laughs) talking about this. But what do you say, Walk? Do you think it's time just to get right into it, man? Is it? Are you ready to get into the Week Seven Power Rankings? I gotta know, man. I gotta know. I gotta know. Let's get into it. All right, coming in at number ten on the Week Seven Power Rankings. We got, spoiler alert, Grady. We got Big Grady. You know, I, up until this week, you know, it's been tough. But uh, Grady has been doing some wheeling and dealing this week. And I wish I wasn't playing him this week because now I'm, this is the, I can't lose this one. And uh, this is going to be the, to see who uh, actually won out in the trade we had together. Let's recap that trade really quick. And I know that there's, there were a flurry of trades, which is great to see in this league. Um, but I'll, I'll kind of recap what the trade was. And then, Walk, I want to hear your side of the story. And then I'll pretend to put myself in Grady's shoes and see what he was thinking. But you gave up, uh, you gave up Michael Thomas and Austin Eckler. And Grady gave up Saquon Barkley and Brandon Cooks. Um, That's right. From a quick standpoint, this is a uh, a pretty clean running back for running back, wide receiver for wide receiver. Obviously, Saquon Barkley, the number one pick in the draft and in most drafts across fantasy this year, uh, is a better running back, at least on paper, than Austin Eckler. And Michael Thomas from your team is very much better, by far, better than Brandon Cooks on paper. So, um, you would think that this is Grady uh, doing a couple of things. I'll get into that. But Walker, take me through um, what you were thinking making this deal. Well, what I was thinking was I needed I, – I had too many – it was too fucking hard to set a lineup. <laughs> so I needed to get rid – I was willing to get rid of multiple guys to get – I was trying to get Christian McCaffrey from Robert, but it wasn't working out. Robert, uh, you were awfully disrespectful, actually, <laughs> offering uh, a counter deal with Richard Penny and New England's defense for all my best, Amari Cooper, Michael Thomas, and Melvin Gordon. But, uh, you know, I wanted – I needed to get one of those guys, so I was willing to do a lot. And Saquon Barkley fits that role, but, uh, you know, he's been hurt all year. So, I mean, we all think – we all – think he's going to come out and do do Christian McCaffrey things but you know we just don't know and he's been useless right now and he's actually been the reason why Grady's uh stumbled all year you know getting rid of him might be the best thing you know looking at Grady's lineup now I wish I wasn't playing him this week (laughs) you know I mean if I lose this week it'll be I mean he's got to find a quarterback 
But if I lose and my own guys beat me, it'll just be, you know, I'll have to accept my fate, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get to your, we're going to get to your psychological struggles uh, that potentially may have prompted this this trade and the other trade that you made this week. Um, from Grady's side of things, I, I love the gamble he's, gambles that he's taking. Now, I had a trade with Grady as well um, that we could talk about. It happened, That's right. You know, Chris Godwin. That's for, another reason why he lo- it looks so scary this week against yeah. Atlanta. Chris Godwin. Grady gave up Chris Godwin. It was a two for ones. He gave up one. I gave up two. He got back Todd Gurley and Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin immediately gave me regrets and had a 100-yard two-touchdown game. Gee, I mean, Chris Godwin, he's going to get all the good coverage. He, he's, you know what I mean? leading the league in catches right now. Um, he potentially after last week is probably pretty close to lead in terms of, uh, receivers. He's leading the receivers and catching. He's probably right up there in yards. He's in a dynamic offense. He's good. I'm not going to talk too much about my team, but I, what I want to say about Gray's team is that I love these gambles he's taken. I was looking at Gray's team. This is a totally different team than it was, uh, a week ago, obviously with the trades. But when you look at it, this is, this is no longer the doormat of the league. This is a team. If you look at it. And this is a team that could basically beat any team in the league on a given week. Now, yeah, I wouldn't you say think they all the league looks ugly now. Yeah. Just wait until Grady starts. Yeah, no, he better not. Not this he, week. He, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I love the, the team name change. I think it's accurate. I think he definitely is going to, to spoil a bunch of teams uh, that think they're, think they're kind of riding high right now. <clears throat> David Grant. But I think that. Um, I think that he's more than a spoiler alert. I think this team could definitely crawl back into the th- into thick of things. And when you look at this glob of three and three teams, Grady is only two wins away from the rest of these three and three teams. This is very early in the season. I think Grady's team got a lot better with these trades. I think your team got better as well. I think there's some more risk, but you know, <clears throat> you were tired of dealing with the bullshit. And so um I think Grady still belongs at number 10, but I do think this is a team that we're going to see climb up the power rankings here in the future. I think so too. Yeah. All right. Most definitely. We're going to move on to number nine on the power rankings. This ends now! Oh, shit. All right. Coming in at number nine is a team that uh, starts the big glob of three and three teams, but this is a team that fell very far on our power rankings from last week to this week. Coming in at number nine, we have Oprah's in trouble. Oprah's in danger. Not well. Uh, Walkman, you've uh, you've had uh, a hell of a roller coaster ride when it comes to emotions with your team. Uh, luckily for you, your team is totally different today than it was this last Sunday. Tell me how you were feeling last Sunday after that crushing defeat to Dave and uh, how you're feeling today going into week seven. You know, I've been, uh, you know, I had, you know, whenever you draft guys, you just, you become an extra little bit of a fan because you don't want to admit that uh, those guys aren't your guys. But uh, after last week, I, uh, I'm not even big on trading in fantasy football. I think I've done it, like done this like seven years or something. And I made like two trades, but uh, something needed to be done, man. I was uh, sick and tired of uh, the headache and the ups and downs. It did look like you reached your breaking point this past week and, and that you just decided. Almost like, definitely. I, <laughs> I just want a brand new team. I don't care. I'm not attached to these guys at all. I'm just going to try to get a brand new team in here and you have, and 
your team is definitely better. I mean, Saquon Barkley looks like he's on track to play. Saquon Barkley being the number one overall pick in our draft. That's huge for your team. He gave up Michael Thomas, a good player. But, man, you – I was looking at your team. We've got this big glob of three and three teams, and we're some of the, somebody's got to separate themselves out, right? It's going to happen. We're not all going to stay at the same record for the rest of the year. And I think these trades that you made getting T.Y. Hilton and uh, Saquon Barkley specifically, your team is now one of the front runners, in my opinion, especially if Saquon can, can come back healthy. I certainly hope so. And I, you know what? I, I, had I not been playing Grady this week, I think I wouldn't have any woes going into the week. But I realized, you know, uh, shortly after uh, the trade went through, that if I get beaten by my own guys, oh man, if I thought I was in trouble last week and feeling like shit, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I'm, I'm not going to talk to any of you guys for at least 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I will be off the chat rooms. Yeah, you you are um, the first of our three and three glob teams here that we've talked about in the power rankings. But, um, you know, as we all know, the rankings are going to be totally different next week. And I think that over time, especially if Barkley stays healthy, you're going to find your way towards the top half of the league. I'm hoping uh, so. All right, Walk. Um, let's move on to our number eight team on the week seven power rankings. Let's do it. Coming in at number eight, we have Dakoldis Dolph. Coming in at number eight, we got Bob, Bobby Digital. Man, uh, you know, he was up by a lot last weekend, and Arthur came back and got him. You know, we'll get into that later, but, uh, you know, he's, he's so top-heavy, man. You know, that's why he's got this eight spot, because he's got Chris McCaffrey on the bench. We're going to see what his team looks like. And, uh, man, I mean, Jarvis Landry's down. I mean, he's really, like, his only pieces, they're he, – he has no room for air going down the stretch. And I just think uh, it's going to bite him. Yeah, he's uh, – we've, we've said this about Bob's team, it seems like, almost every week. The Patriots' defense is keeping Bob's team relevant. It was a great trade for Bob early on. Uh, but it's one of those things that the, the cakewalk that was the Patriots' schedule there, that is the Patriots' schedule – it's got about two more games left, um, and then it's going to hit real hard times here with uh, Baltimore week nine, by week 10. And then, man, l- listen to these names in terms of offenses. Philly, Dallas, Houston, KC. Those are four of the best offenses in the league. Yeah, we're uh, really going to see what that – I mean, there's no way they don't give up a lot of points in all those games. Yeah, and so I look at Bob's team right now, and obviously this week is ugly. I think that there's no chance. If Bob wins this week, man, I- I'm, I'm going to put Bob at like three or two. I don't care what the record because he, he – Yeah, he was surprisingly <laughs> – when we were talking about this, he was – like we were talking about him at like uh, two or, or no, three at one point. And yeah, then we were Bob- like, you know what, we can't. We got to put – you know, we just can't do it. We, we, we debated putting you at three, and then we were thinking about all these other teams, and we were like, No. That's Your how team's... close this is, though. Yeah, You're, but but looking at it, and we now we need to start taking into account like what this team will look like. You know what we think this team will look like in a couple of weeks. And if you look at your team, as as as, as Walker noted, it's it's top heavy, man. You really ride 
four guys, four players, Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, um, Patriots defense and, and Juju. And it really, it's really three guys. Will Fuller is, is the wild card, but I'd you're going to, to get by weeks. Grady's team now looks better than yeah, Robert's team. Yeah. You know what I, I think mean? So. Like I think every so. week we're looking at the squads and like Grady's just never passed the, the smell test every week. And now Roberts is looking like, you know, I mean, how could you, I mean, how could you pick the squad to beat anybody this week? I think that's a, I don't even think that's a hot take. I think that's a lukewarm take. And <laughs> what's, what's interesting is that Bob actually plays Grady week nine. So we're going to, that, that's going to come, we're going to get a nice little litmus test of Bob's team at that point. But I think long story short, I think that, um, Bob's going to have to do some work because not only is his bye week this week bad, but he's going to – and the Patriots' defense and their cakewalk is going to end basically week nine going forward. Um, he's got Russell Wilson on bye. I think it's week 10. He's got Will Fuller on bye that same week um, or week 11. He's going to deal – he's going to have to deal with this string of buys. Oh, you're um, right. Yeah, you know, between row. Yeah, between now and week 11. So he's going to have to get creative. He's going to have to make more than the four moves that he's made the whole season – to stay alive in this thing. And he's either going to come out, you know, as a, you know, a five and four team, or he's going to come out of this at a very ugly, you know, three and six, three and seven, something like that. He's going to have to make some hard cuts. He's going to make some hard cuts. He's going to make some moves, but um, I, man, I agree with you. I think, I think next week we might see a little foot flop and see Bob and Grady spot and Grady and Bob spot. All right. We're going to move on to number seven in our power rankings. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe you already answered this, but uh, why exactly are we here? Sean? Second Lieutenant Jake Jensen, West Point, graduate with honors. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir. Coming in at number seven, we have Bogo Vasectomy. Bogo, buy one, get one. Man, I, I like Matt Squad, man. I mean, uh, you know, you got a question... Uh, how much he's paying attention. You know, he's only got three bench spots and he's left Stefan Diggs on the, you know, it, I, it was actually Mike Williams or Stefan Diggs. This is his first big week. So that's not, you know, I think uh, he manages his lineup pretty good. I probably would have made the same mistake. Actually, I know I would have, <laughs> I wouldn't have picked Diggs. It just has been working for me, but uh, I like his squad a lot, man. You know, I think he could easily be at the three or two spot. I got to admit, I'm going to come in a little hot here. At Bogo, I get it. Every week we're like, we we say this thing that it kind of is in line with like, oh, this guy must have genius tendencies. He just knows things that we might not know. You know, Lions has a he has a mo. He has a he has a process that he's following. You know, and then even when it fails, we we make up the excuse. It's like, oh yeah, Lions. He's probably thought that he knew something. You know, by uh, by keeping Mike Williams on the team or in his lineup when he was out for the day. <clears throat> I'm going to come in hot here. I think Lions is taking it a little bit too easy here. He's got two bench spots available that aren't even filled by anybody. He's leaving Stefan Diggs on the bench. I think he's probably going to leave Stefan Diggs on the bench again because he's not going to make any changes to his lineup. Lions, you got you got the potential. You got a good team, man. You're three and three like all the rest of us. You could easily be second place, third place. Get your shit together. Get your fucking lineup in. Get your bench spots filled. Step your shit up. Well, no, here, here's what it is, man. You know what? The more I look at his squad, I think uh, 
he's so in love with uh, all these guys. I don't think he wants to bench Jordan Howard, Travis Kelsey, Zeke, Henry. I, Larry Fitzgerald is going to be – he's going to play every week except week 12 for Matt, I'll bet. Is that a Lions guy? I, all these guys – I mean, Larry Fitzgerald is definitely a Lions guy. Zeke Elliott, Kelsey – I mean, they're more his guys now that they're on his squad, and he drafted them this year. But I, you know, that's that's a solid lineup. You know, I mean, it's Mike Williams team. might be the only guy that I mean, since he's got Stephon Diggs, like just put him in there. Either way, Lions, you are seventh on the rankings without making any moves. You made two moves all year. You've left Diggs on your bench. You got a shot to win it all. Well, hey, I gotta know what are those moves. <laughs> Wait, oh, I think the people got to know if it's only two. What? Let's look up the moves really quick. It is a pr- maybe he just just doesn't want to mess with perfection because he really doesn't feeling, have any cuttable guys. I have a feeling these moves were made like a long time ago. All right. So, Lions drafted Andrew Luck. Oh my god. Holy shit. Have we not talked about this? What? He drafted Andrew Luck? No. <laughs> Lions Picked up Lamar Jackson off waivers. Oh yeah, that's one of that's his two. That's one picks. of his okay. two. <laughs> so he's, he's, that's a big one for one. Lions, like I take I take it all back. I take it all fucking back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're the man. That's okay? not bad. Yeah, you must be listening to this shit. You won't text me because you want me to think that I think that you're not listening, but you are. Yeah, I got it. I got it, man. He's and analyzing he picked- you. Yeah, and then he picked up Curtis Samuel, which was decent move. Okay, yeah, I I, I would have done it if he didn't. Now he's he's hiding around. You know, he's he's like creeping in the corners because he did That's drop Traquan Smith October 11th, like four days ago. He did sneak. You know, he's he's making moves. He's, he's, just, he's not... just trimming the fat. He's like only the best are on my team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we got standards here. You, he cut you... <laughs> he cut two guys, but you didn't know, pick up anybody. Like he I, he has like you got to earn his spots, man. <laughs> okay, now, those spots uh, are special. All right, we're back to where I started. Lines is <laughs> these are these are all very intentional things that Lines is doing. Yeah, there is a reason why paying, he doesn't. Have, yeah. yeah. There's, There's no, a reason why he doesn't have two He's 100% focused. Uh, this right. is the team he wants. Lions, you deserve to be seven. You could easily be number three. Keep paying attention. Keep I was, I was, Keep I listening. Was, I, I had you at four. I was volleying for you at four. You were. You were yes, you were. Um, all right. We're going to move on to number six in the power ranking. Who do we got at number six? Help you, boys. You got any uh, white bread? Yes. I'll have some toasted white bread, please. You want butter or jam on that toast, honey? No, ma'am. Dry. Coming in at number six is a team that will likely disagree with this ranking, but guess what? He's not here to state his case. He's not here to defend himself. I don't feel too bad for him. He's, I think, on a beach in California somewhere. Um, So, for now, he's at number six. It's Scott's tots scotty's tots coming in at number six man you know i mean he is just so fundamental here i mean what comes to (laughs) mind when i look at this team is just you know steady across the board i'm thinking of tim duncan it's no man dry it's like when i'm looking at his roster it's like i'm trying to find a basketball game on tv and all i can find is indiana basketball it's a big 10 matchup 20 passes and then you can shoot boys it's going to be a shootout, 41-39. But uh, he's – I mean, you know what? 
all his waiver wire picks he's made, all this shuffling around he's done, I think he's finally found a, a stable unit where, you know, he I think he feels pretty comfortable with what he's got. But having Josh Allen at the QB, it almost seems like an F you to uh to all of us or anybody that thinks they know about face. It almost seems like it's uh too cute of a pick right there. Even though he's going up against Miami, I don't know if you can trust uh a Buffalo quarterback. Yeah, the thing that's crazy about Josh Allen, which also fits right in the mold of Dave's team of just, like, really good white athletes, <laughs> the guy runs a shit ton, man. Like, he had – Yeah, like, I don't understand. He's got the best of, arm in the league, but, yeah, he runs all the time. In terms of carries, like, just going through the, the weeks that they've played, it's 10 carries, 7 carries, 9 carries, 5 carries, and then 10 carries again. That's a shit ton of carries. And that's really why he's a viable option. I mean, he's got more interceptions than touchdowns, but uh, with that rushing factor, you know, I mean, that's just if he gets a rushing TD, you know, he doesn't, he, he can have a mediocre day. Yeah, he's got three of them. Yeah. So that's what, he, uh, I mean, you know, but still, I think it's a little too cute. You know, five passing TDs, seven interceptions. I don't, you know, God, I would, I'd be, I would not be happy with that. You know, Philip Rivers isn't that much of a uptick, but you got to admit, you got to think that down the stretch, Philip Rivers will be his guy. Um, it is. It's the most boring team in the league. That's that's consistently winning and looks like a nuts. Manila envelope. <laughs> can't be anything exciting in there. Yeah, and you're right. It is like Big Ten basketball. It's like Ivy League basketball. It's limited possessions. You know, let's run out the clock. Let's have a Dave's thirty to fifteen offense. game. Yep. Um, he does have a cakewalk matchup this week with Bob, so I'm thinking that Dave's probably going to end up at four and three and give him the glob of three and three teams. That could put Dave right at you know number three in the league next week on the power ranking. So I think he's going to come back from his vacation nice, nicely rested and looking at a four and three team. Finally above 500 for the first time this year, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long climb, man. You know, and he's probably the only guy that, uh, you know, looking at it now, I mean, we used to kind of look at Grady's squad and be like, well, if you got Grady this week, uh, you're looking pretty good. But I think down the stretch, whoever's playing Bob looks is going to look pretty good on paper before uh, before they roll the balls out. Yep. But, yeah, I mean – Dave's team is solid, and he's got the he's got the luxury that a lot of us don't have. He's got two really good tight ends, George Kittle and Austin Hooper. So Dave's looking good. He's looking solid. He looks like he's going to be four and three, which I think is going to automatically move him up to the top five next week, at least on the power rankings. Uh, any last words on Dave's team, Walk? You know what? Uh, I'm a little bitter, so I'm going to keep it short. But uh, you know what? His running backs are scary, and. Uh, even though Jamal Williams is back, which is going to bring down Aaron Jones' production a little bit, I uh, think that trio of backs he's got can carry him pretty far. Philip Lindsay is awesome, by the way. Just an aside, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but man, that guy's fucking awesome. Like as a, I'm as a fan a too, man. Story, yeah. All right, Walk. We're going to move into our number five team on the power rankings. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Coming in at number five, we have uh, an upstart team. We have a team that a lot of people may have counted out. We have a team that is bolder than the rest of us. Coming in at number five, we have free T-shirts. We got to hold everything right there. Arthur, 
It's Arthur's bold team. All right. You the don't, boldest. You, you don't come back from 100 points down in the afternoon with Robbie Anderson oh. anchoring you to come back from a 100-point deficit I, without being Arthur's bold team. Hey, that was a bold move. I you got need to change the name back now. I got the team name change. You got what? Oh, you got – it's the it's the trophy for coming back against Bob, which we'll talk about in a little more detail. But don't you think Arthur should name his team to the boldest art? The bo- you know what? No, you've you brought up a good point. I think uh, we need to we need to let the people decide. You know, this is how the Legion of Boom was created. We need to figure out what Arthur's name is, but it's got to be a bold uh, variation. It's Something be a bold to do move. with art with the bold team and the bold moves art's been making i'm gonna call him the boldest art and that was the most entertaining game to follow um this week by far i think it was our matchup of the week it also shook up our league the most because if art wouldn't have pulled that out we definitely would have had kind of a clear top and bottom end of our league would have had connor at five and one art or bob at four and two and then art down there at two and four and grady at one and five it would have gotten rid of, of this big three and three glob that we have. Um, so it did shake up the, le- uh, the league a lot. And man, I was, I was telling you Walker before the show that it's really hard when you're in that position that art was where the score is like 110 to 60. Although the projections say that you're going to win like yeah, 120 right. to 10. You and you're like, you're there's no it. way. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> that's like, not happening. And he like, did it. Well, I, I was projected 103 last week. <laughs> it doesn't happen. No, that definitely did not happen. Uh, you missed that projection by 40 points, my friend. Yeah, the you know it's something uh, that that so Art must not have been feeling that good going into that. And you know what? I don't know how good I would have felt with Marvin Jones, Robbie Anderson. Um, I mean Devonta Freeman. He's been killing for it. I mean, these Falcons, <laughs> he's hitched his wagon to all these Falcons, but they circled the wagons. They came back, man. I mean, that was crazy. I mean, Matt Ryan's got like, well, how many 30s has Matt Ryan got in the last couple of weeks? Lots. It's two straight 30s. Two weeks in a he's row. Got, he's consistent. And Julio, you, you were texting this, Julio is a sleeping giant. People are forgetting yeah. about – Julio, three hundred yard games, four TDs. It just oh, he hasn't God. scored a TD in the last three weeks. That's all. Oh no! So just, he's, we're playing the Falcons. The Hawks are playing the Falcons in two weeks. Just don't do it against us. Yeah, just but, don't. Yeah, let's not forget he went for three hundred a couple of years ago. Wow, he's Arthur's. We were Arthur deserves to be right where he is. Um, you wouldn't have. We wouldn't have thought that. You know, last week he's definitely one of the stronger three and three teams right now. He, he definitely is. Huge win by Art last week. We, we all applaud you, Art. You helped us out. Um, you, made, you made this league. There's a little bit more parity to the league than there already was. And we love to see Bob go down after he was talking so much shit to you. <laughs> so yeah, good you to see. What? Yeah, that was uh, – could you imagine if Robert was sitting at the clear cut number two with the team he's fielding this week? Oh, God, no. I don't want to – I don't, no. You had your chance, Bob. We could we could have done it, man. We could we could have made magic, sweet music. 
<laughs> I, I feel like we should all organize a like a we should all TP uh, Bob's house now that he's decorated <laughs> it with all of the just to like spark the wars that he just thinks is going pay on the with neighborhood his neighbors. kids to shit in the yeah. pumpkins <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and throw them through his door yeah so that that might be in the works Bob if you see anything happen it might be uh, might be something that yeah there might be if there's extra pranks man there might be uh, some tomfoolery some patriot shit going on <laughs> yep some all pumpkin right. poop gate. Let's uh let's move on to the next team, uh, the number four team in our power rankings. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. All right, coming in at number four, um, a team that uh, obviously deserves to probably be number one most weeks. Uh, the most dangerous team. All right, hold on, in the hold league. on. I knew I shouldn't have let you get the intro. Your team's good, all right? I really like your team a lot. Championship. Yeah, I think where we've been saying Cole's team's the deepest team in the league, I think uh, I think you're the deepest team in the league. Put him on the board. House Mazzoli. Got it. Championship. You know, but you know what? You are going to have a headache. Your receivers are pretty, but you're going to have a headache trying to figure out which running back to start. I think you are going to have problems like I had the first couple of weeks, come to think of it. Have yeah, you thought my- about that? I haven't thought about that, man. You know, I, I'm not in that cycle of grief yet. I, uh, what I'm most worried about, honestly, is Devontae Adams. I feel like, I don't know, man. Like, it's let me like... put it to you this way. Like, if, if Chris Godwin, James Conner, and A.J. Green was healthy and they weren't on buys, like, who would you start? The Walker. That, those are the problems that number one teams have. Oh, you know? is that, yeah. Okay. That's a good problem. Those are, let me tell you from someone who's experienced a lot, those are dangerous thoughts. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> take you okay. to dark places. Uh, I was riding high week one. I had the smashing on Connor with 133 points. You know, I, uh, I, I just I do, flew a little too close to the sun. So we, me and you debated whether it should be Arthur or me at four. And I did. What's, yeah. <clears throat> what's, what's interesting is that me and I are playing this week. And so um, depending on how the rest of the league shakes out, that we'll is a, interesting. Yes. We're, we're going to have a good barometer there of, uh, of the teams. I do have a key uh, buy. And, I have James Conner on buy this week, but again, my team's balanced. I'm good. I feel pretty good. I've won three in a row. Um, I've, I've climbed back from the depths of the power rankings. Three in a row has got to feel good. It feels good. I don't want to spend too much time on my team. Um, we already talked about the trade that I made that instantly had uh, paid dividends. That 15 points from Chris Godwin was essentially the 14.8 differential in me and Cole's matchup. What's interesting about this league is that next week, all of this is going to be totally different. And so, yeah. you know, if uh, I lose, I, mean, I could easily be number nine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to soak this in, Walker fucking hate you for interrupting my introduction <laughs> but I'll, I'll take it I'll, I'll you know i'm gonna i'm just gonna soak in the moment of number four and uh, and tip my hat to the next three teams here and we're gonna move on to those next three teams starting with number three on our power rankings topic number one <clears throat> what is your position on the role of government in supporting innovation in the field of biotechnology. Well, Dean, I'm, I'm glad that you asked that Actually, question. Actually, I'd like to jump in and take that one, Jimmy, if you don't mind. Have at it, Hoss. Awesome. 
Recent research has shown that empirical evidence for globalization of corporate innovation is very limited. And as a corollary, the market for technologies is shrinking. As a world leader, it's important for America to provide systematic research grants for our scientists. I believe strongly that there will always be a need for us to have a well-articulated innovation policy with emphasis on human resource development. Thank you. Coming in at number three, the second of the last three and three teams, formerly Frank's Little Chevy's, formerly Team Doff, currently the Bryant Dragons. We have Coley, Roly, Poly, <laughs> Tim, Timmy Jim, Timmy Jims. Too many names, Cole. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we were talking, and that, that brings up something. Uh, we were talking about Art's name change. Cole's in the middle of a three-game losing streak. I think he needs to pick a name and stick with it. He's changed his name each of the last three weeks. And one thing he's had in common with that is he's lost every week. He's overwhelmed. We talked about it last week. He's taking a little bit too much on. He's, he, he dove headfirst into sports. And I think that he's, uh, he's a little overwhelmed. He can't figure out what his name is. But I will say, Walk, he has the best running back duo uh, in the league. It was, it was so scary playing Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook. And I was so pissed off why, like, when I, me and Cole were playing last week. And it was just like, oh, God, every time the Vikings got close to the end zone, I was just like, God damn it. Every time the Browns got close to the end zone, it's like fuck. Oh, I know. Yeah, just, I, I, that's that's great. You did play him last week, didn't you? I beat him. That's yeah, did. But it was it, it it um, it's the difference between the running backs that Cole has versus what you were going through and what you had to trade away. Is that you know when you're he's running back two of each man, and he's got the the bell cows. He's got the guys that you know when they're in the red zone. There's no doubt which running back is going to be in the game, right? For you, what you were going through with Eckler and Gordon and Sony Michelle, it's like the Patriots. You're in the you're the red zone. The, the Patriots could have anybody back. It's not going to be Sony Michelle every time. It's going to be Rex Burkhead, James White, Brandon Bolden, Ryan Izzo. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they they even Brandon Bolden has two TDs and he gets like three touches a game now. Yeah, so um, I give Cole a lot of shit. Um, but really, Cole's doing a really good job. I think as these bye weeks start to really crush teams, um, you look at his team, and he, I think between a couple of teams in the league, he has a lot of depth. The guys like pickups that he made, he's made only a few pickups. I think it's five total. But guys like John Brown on the, on the Bills and Tyrell Williams, those are number one wide receivers on their respective teams. Well, and those and- are the kind of guys that are really going to help out in bye weeks. And we haven't even talked about Sammy Watkins. I mean, he's been out for how many weeks in a row now has he been out? I don't know. He's been out two weeks, and he got hurt in the middle of three weeks ago, and he was one of the best wide receivers in the league. He put up like a 40 week one, and he's still got decent numbers. So, I mean, Cole's team looks uh, – I mean, Cole's team is scary right now, and he has lost three in a row, but – if Sammy Watkins and Tyrell Williams are healthy, his team looks a lot different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, th- I think that Cole, uh, just looking at the depth on his team, and he's got David Montgomery, who's the number one running back on his team, sitting on his bench. Yeah. Um, he could easily take a white. His, we haven't seen his team at full strength yet. Well, I think we are. I think we're about to because I think we're going to see the team, not just the starting like six. I think we're about to see the <clears throat> overall team start to dominate these teams that, are, that have buys that are really 
putting massive holes into their team where Cole can fill them in really easily. So my, my position on Cole is that three is a, a perfect spot for Cole. And I think he's actually going to stay there for a long time. And I wouldn't be surprised if Cole ends up three between toggling, you know, juggling between two and three for the rest of the year in standings and in the power rankings. And ultimately is a number two or three seed in the playoffs. He's just got that. He's just got that solid. Yeah. I don't think he has anything good to worry core. about. Yeah. Cole, to be honest, Cole, that, there's not many teams you can say that about. Yeah. Cole, you're doing a good job, man. Um, uh, Walker, we're move <laughs> on to number two on the power rankings. No, we, you know, I mean, we, we just... Uh, we, Say murder. what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's... We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. See murder. Or who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Coming in at number two, we have a team that has consistently held this position, if not the number one position, every week in the power rankings. It's Mr. Nice Guy. Ah, okay. It's fucking Mark Stagger. That's it's, right, the Who Disleys. The Hugh Disleys. It's the Disleys. Who Disleys. I think we're going to have to let Chad rest here. He's I think with Mar- with with Stagger's team walk, this is still he's on a he's on a what a three game losing streak, two game losing streak. Is he no? Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. He did start three and zero. No, 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 no. He was uh... Stagger is on a two game losing streak, um, but he still has scored. He's the only team that has scored more than seven hundred points on the season. He's he averages the most points per game at 117, which is actually a pretty clear margin above everybody else. Um, Those are good numbers. If his record, you know, if he and and Connor were both five and one, he may end up being the number one team. He's got such a solid team. Uh, Walker, what do you think of Stagger's team, and what do you think of his number two ranking? Oh man, you know he deserves it, man. I mean. Uh... Just, you know, it doesn't matter what points uh, is put up against him when he's put up that many points. You know, he's got over 700 points. And his team at full strength is pretty – it's pretty scary, man. But, uh, I mean, he's got the best touchdown vulture in Mark Ingram. Alvin Kamara hasn't even really killed it yet. And uh, Kenny Galladay and Mike Evans. Look, I mean, it's – you know what? I think it cools team a lot, only with a better quarterback. Better – yeah, it's like it's like Watson. Cole's team's Cole's team's balance with a little more star power, which is why he's probably two and Cole's three. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's much else to say about Stagger. Um, he was involved in, in a heavyweight matchup. He ended up on the losing end of that, so <laughs> he's still three and three according to the standings. He's still number two because he has scored the most points. We'll get into his next week's matchup, but uh, we're gonna move on. Hey, we to... hope you cool down. No more no no more kicks to the head are allowed from this week out. Yeah, go spar with go spar with David Grant. He's a good fighter. <laughs> yeah, right. spar with somebody else. We're gonna move on to the number one team. Don't make me call the dogs. Oh, you my guest. Oh, we got beat.
already know who this is he's kind of the, the quiet assassin he doesn't talk much i don't know if he's joined whatsapp yet i don't know if he really he doesn't like getting the 80 text messages a day because he likes to focus on cars and his fantasy football team and this was a, I mean, this is such a clear cut man it's so crazy that he's pulling head and head and shoulders away from everybody coming in at number one we have c murda connor's team's crazy man Every, I mean, you know what? I guess we should be looking at it from the standpoint from uh, we're only two games behind. The same, you know, Grady's in it. He's only two games out. The rest of us are only two games back, but it doesn't feel like it, does it? <laughs> it really feels like we all have been sucking at some point, and Connor's just been riding high all year. We've just been brawling, like beating ourselves up, yeah. and Connor's <laughs> just sitting on the outside, just like Watching elevating himself. Yeah. Sulk and be depressed. Yeah, he's he's like he's like you know like the old you know rich politician that's just like perpetuating the ghetto and the institutions that keep like black people down, and he's just, just like sitting the up there. Just... Yep. <laughs> yeah, just stirring the pot, like you know, organizing a little like murder here and a little drug deal there, and just sitting there on the outside while we just beat ourselves up. It and really, it's really seems like he's pulling all the strings right now, huh? It does because he we. His only hole, not it's not even a hole, his only strategic move because his team is so good that he has to make every week is to pick up a defense. And across the last two weeks, he's picked up the Broncos D last week and the week before he picked up Phillies D. And between those two weeks, he, those two teams combined for 59 points. Yeah, I mean, who, 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 gets, who picks up Philly, gets a 35, and then drops them? <laughs> I, I mean, I would I would have been like, oh, Philly. I guess Philly's defense is a shit. Ten sacks, no way I'm dropping them. It's it's a, it's insane. He's got such a good team. His he's gonna take a little hit with Will Disley, and that really sucks for Seahawks fans. But his team's balanced enough, good enough that um, he'll be able to survive it, or at least he's shown that he's been able to survive it. And he's um, just getting Tyree Kill back right now. He's just getting Tyreek Hill back. I just forgot about that. He just got Tyreek Hill back. <laughs> He's four and one. The rich are getting fucking richer, Walker. Yeah. He is that fucking politician that's profiting <laughs> off the institutions that keep everybody else down. Um, he, we, we were kind of, we, me and Walker before the show were trying to figure out like what is making teams win in this league. Cause you look at Dave's team, who's on a three game winning streak. And it's a boring ass team. Like you look at his team, you're like, Oh my God, Dave, this last week scored, I think, 114 again, or 100, no, 103. So he broke 100 mark against Walker. Um, but not a single one of his players scored more than 20. But he did have six players that scored in double digits. So it was just this very balanced approach. And I think that's probably the recipe for success in this league. Now, you can have, like, the big, wild, you know, Bob teams where it's like Will Fuller can drop a 40 on you. And Russell can drop a 50 on you. And all of a sudden, Bob's winning like 160, you know, to whatever. Uh, but I think the recipe for success is a balanced team with that extra wide receiver spot that we got. And Connor has that for sure. He'll be able to handle Will Disley going out. Um, he it's remains 5-1. You know what? I That really does seem like the theme of this year. Like, it seems like you can put any quarterback in there and do it. But – 
you know, the one thing that all the teams have in common that we really think probably the best teams, most balanced teams that we talked about, they got good quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. maybe Coles doesn't. Uh, well, actually, yours doesn't either, right? We were talking about hey. yours and hey. – uh, but Arthur, right? Arthur's got a great quarterback. Connor and Stager, you know, I mean, oh, and Robert. Robert's been carried on his quarterback. So I, I don't know if that means that quarterbacks don't mean a lot or if they mean more, you know, but it does seem like uh, the balanced roster is a way to win in this league, though. I guess I guess the, the, the ultimate storyline is Walker, me, and you don't have any idea what the real <laughs> recipe for success is. I obviously is. don't. Uh, yeah. Don't, Otherwise, yeah. we'd be five and one, and I think we all are trying to figure it out because we're all three and three. So I will say, uh, before we move on to next week's matchups, this is uh, one, this is the most fun league that I'm in because I know all you guys very well. But also, somehow, this is the most competitive league. And it's really great to see um, that everybody's involved. We're making trades and that pretty much everybody has a, a shot at, at the playoffs still here in week seven, which is fucking crazy and really cool. That is really tight. All right, man. Um, that's going to do it for the power rankings. We're going to quickly go into next weekend's matchups. All right, walk. We're going to start with uh, the first matchup, at least on my screen, which I think it probably is me because I am logged into my account, but it's me versus Arthur. Um, two, three, and three teams. Uh, I'm going to pick myself here just because I love my team, because I love myself. Um, I think I'm fantastic. I think it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> really, really, it's just I, I, uh, my only, my only uh, black mark here is James Conner on by. I think Arthur's team's good. I think I'm a little more balanced. I think it'll actually be a close one, but I think I'm going to come out with this one. What do you think, Walk? You know, I'm going to go with Art, man. Uh, I think Arthur, you're just seeing him at the wrong time. Arthur is firing on all cylinders right now, and you got to cut, you're not at full strength. So I think Arthur pulls this one out by seven. <laughs> Stops my streak. Stops yep. my three game winning streak, and, and Arthur separates himself from this. Uh, the power rankings we talked about it um we were close flip-flopping between um five and four so there you go uh next matchup is decoldest doff versus scott's tots this one to me is so easy it's going to be dave bob if you win this you get the second uh ranking on the power rankings no matter what i'll take you to buffalo wild wings there's no way you're gonna win it though i'm going with dave i'm going with dave too i'm going with dave by 20 whoo Wow. Yeah, this will probably be the blowout of the week. I'm also going to call that. This is going to be the blowout of the week. Um, next, we got C. Murda and the Bryant Dragons. Five and one team versus a three and three team. I think, I think for this one, I, I got to ride out um, C. Murda again. Cole has a super important buy. He's got Nick Chubb on buy. I think that's going to be enough where Connor's balance is going to outweigh Cole's. What do you think, Locke? Yeah, I mean, I really want – I'm really pulling for Cole this week. But, uh, yeah, it's just bad timing, it looks like. Although, you know what, that Odell Beckham uh, being out, all all Carner's receivers are boom or bust guys. So, you know what, I, this might be the – I'm going to surprise and I'm going to go with Cole. I'm, I think his, uh, his uh, balance is going to beat out Connor's uh, boom or bust wide receivers. All right. Yeah, surprise. He's, he's deep. By he's three. Got... I'm going to say Cole by three. All right, I'm writing it down. Uh, next, we got Bogo Vasectomy versus Who Disley. On paper, at least per Yahoo, this is going to be 
one of our closest matchups at 109 to 104 with Bogo being favored. I got to say, I know we went around and around on this and that Matt, it seems intentional what he's doing. I look at Mark's team. He doesn't have any significant buys. He's healthy. His team's so good. It's dangerous. It's got to be Mark. What do you think, Walk? You know what, man? Uh, I'm going. I'm going with Lions. I, uh, you know, I, I think Lions just matches up better. I think uh, he puts Stefan Diggs in Mike Williams' spot, or as long as he keeps Calvin Ridley in there. Um, yeah, I think I think Lions takes it. All right. Because right. Mark Ingram's not going to have three TDs against the Hawks. At least I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope not either. <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope, I hope, I hope that, that Mark has a terrible day for the Hawks' sake. <laughs> um, all right, last matchup of this upcoming week uh, is Oprah's in trouble and Grady. But oh, scary doesn't have matchup. A lot of, doesn't have a lot of uh, like impact on the league. I don't, want to, I, don't, I don't want to diminish the value of this game. But it does have a lot to say about the recent trade. Now, Saquon is supposed to be back for you, which Oof. would be huge. But also you think that they may rest. I don't know. Who knows what they're going to do? I, this one's really hard because Grady doesn't have a quarterback right now. And I don't know who he's going to pick up. Um, and I have, we're not going to go through and sift through who's on the waiver wire right now. Um, you're projected to really crush him. I think a lot of that's because Todd Gurley is. is, is it's because he pretty... doesn't have a quarterback in there right now. Yeah, he needs if he's he's going to plug in somebody. Uh, you know, I'll start with you on this one. or somebody. Uh, let me start with you on this one. Who who do you got on this one? You know what? Um, I'm looking up the Giants' schedule right now because if they're in the playoff hunt, they're only one game back. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm going with me, and I think Saquon's playing. <laughs> I'm gonna go with me. Um, <laughs> Big wild card here, Walker. And Grady was texting me this before. This is a really good move. He, he has Buffalo's defense against Miami at home. He was showing me too, yeah. That's – in looking at the points that defenses can score in our leagues, that could be like a 25-pointer. Yeah, Buffalo's my, defense is like good either way. They and, made me think uh, Baltimore defense was good. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and Miami's defense is terrible. You're probably going to – are you going to roll Seattle's defense? I don't know, man. Uh, I really don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I actually, you know, I have a plan, uh, but I don't know. You know, I'm probably going to end up going the opposite of whatever my plan is. Are you? Because <laughs> my you, plans uh, haven't worked out. Are you? How confident? What's the odds that you actually start Tevin Coleman instead of Melvin Gordon? Oh, that's it's set in stone, man. I like the matchup a lot against uh, Washington. Walker. Just to fuck with you. Yeah. I'm taking Grady. All right. No, you know what? Uh, I'm nervous. That being said, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm very nervous. And I wouldn't be surprised if Melvin Gordon puts up a 30. But I think I got enough without it. I wouldn't I think, either, man. I think I got some really good matchups everywhere else. This, this league is going to look totally different next week because of the way that the standings currently look and because of a lot of our matchups are, are almost all between three and three teams. Um, again, this it's just the funnest league I'm in, man. It's like the lowest money buy-in that I'm in, but this is by far the funnest league I'm in. Oh, Why, yeah, why, why don't you take is, us yeah, home man. here, man? I love it, man. It's been a pleasure doing it with you. Next week we'll get Dave back, and 
let us know, man. We need, uh, we, we're looking for a guest spot next week. So, uh, hit one of us up. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you, one of you guys joining us for, uh, next week's hot dog report. All right, walk. Let's, uh, let's fucking all win our matchups. At least me and you it's fucking Hawks got to be Baltimore. Yes, sir. That's the big game. You know, you know what the big game is? The Huskies got to beat the fucking shit out of Oregon because we got nothing else to play for. Oh, yeah, be, you're right, man. I'll yeah, be in Seattle this weekend. Most definitely. Anybody, anybody that wants to hang out on Saturday night, Sunday morning, hit me up. Walker, until next time, we'll talk later, man. It's been a pleasure. All right, peace out. Peace. That'll do it for the Hawk Dog Report. As always, it's brought to you by Top Tier Collision. Don't forget to stop on by for the Sober October promotion. Anyone who can bring in clean piss gets 50% off their next oil change. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.